do that sometimes where you just start and you're like, I'm sorry, I wasn't didn't realize you're doing the intro. You didn't do the intro. Yeah, exactly. But that's just Charlie being, you know, a sneaky fuck with hitting the record button like he always does. Everybody oh, can see the button. You should know if you're not paying attention. Come on. I Maybe my attention. attention is elsewhere. Yeah, it's always elsewhere. <laughs> Brando likes to throw his interjections in the middle of me introing the show anyway. Brando's like, hey, it's 420 somewhere. He knows how to use that voice. We, 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 we're going to, you know, talk about that a little bit less going forward here. But you know, <laughs> yes, please continue. <laughs> uh, why are we yes. talking about it a little bit less, Brando? Reasons. It's, please, enlighten <laughs> reasons, me. Enlighten me. I feel like reasons, I haven't been here in a while. Reasons, reasons. You know, I just like keeping some parts of my life to myself. Yeah, dude. Okay. Let's just yeah. look, we've, keep we're some parts of my out. life off the internet. Gotcha. That makes sense. That so makes I'm very sense. high off this whiskey right now. <clears throat> <laughs> good smoked whiskey. Mm. Pretty great. Got that good well, smoky Well, I know flavor. that you're already noticing that that third voice in the room doesn't sound like Becky because Becky is still sick, recovering from the flu, and we miss her and want to get her back. And in the meantime, we decided the show must go on at least for one more episode. So we decided to slum it, really. And uh, have one of our friends come in and sit in to guest host with us. And I'm joking about slumming it, of course. Um, so on today's episode of Brevity Box, we are really lucky to have a guest host and old friend, Mike Arvig, joining us to sit in and keep up the uh, pointless banter like we always do. As usual, I'm also joined by Brando. Uh, hello, gentlemen. If you can tolerate me getting through the next few seconds of this uh Go ahead and say hello to everybody listening. How's it going? I'm happy to be here. I, I just hope I can feel uh, Becky's shoes. Impossible. She has small it's, feet. You'll be fine. It's it it's very goes. it's it's not really possible. It can't happen. No, definitely not. You know what? I just hope I don't screw it up too bad. You won't screw it up. It's going to be a totally different episode. We're just going to run with it. Uh, before we get started, let me go ahead and do a proper introduction to the show. Uh, welcome back to another episode of Brevity Box. Brevity Box is brought to you by the Ruminations Radio Network, a collection of podcasts that are produced by Area 42 Studios and Sound. If you'd like to check out our roster of podcasts or become a supporter if you've been listening for a while, uh, check us out at www.ruminationsradionetwork.com. Uh, on with the crazy banter. Apparently, we're going to talk about all kinds of man stuff today, uh, guns, knives, and with one exception, you guys are going to lay down the facts about why you think I'm a dandy. And you're going to talk about what the hell a dandy is for somebody who doesn't know what it is. <laughs> we don't know where these people are listening to our show. You could have somebody from Germany going, what is dandy? <laughs> we need to help <laughs> explain them. So uh, like we had talked about earlier, we welcome Mike. Mike, thanks for joining us. Uh, really, thanks. I've been wanting to get you on here for a long time. Brando clearly wanted to get you on here for a long time because he went and brought you one of his old microphones so that you could sound like a quality uh, like guest, I actually right? know what I'm doing, right? Yeah. And look, yeah. it's working. You sound great. Well, good. Thank you. I appreciate that. And like I said, I'm just trying, trying not to not to mess up. Just trying oh, not, not to mess up. shit up, man. Just be yourself. Thanks, dude. Thanks. Be but your, some people so. might say that is kind of messed up if I just be myself. Yeah, it, it, it totally is. It and all depends we'll probably, on the context. You need to be 70 about you need to be yourself at 75%. There you go. I just got to <laughs> turn it down. Just just a bit. Instead so of turning it up to 11, I've got to turn it back down to 7. So Mike records, I know he's got a drink in hand. We know he's got a drink in hand. I know it's whiskey. Oh, yes, and when you say bring it to 75%, here's what's going to happen. We're going to enjoy recording him descend from 100 through to 75, and then past 75 into the high 60s, and that's where it's going to get really funny. 69? See? How many sips have you had? Uh, I've only, well, actually, you know what? I don't know how many sips, but I have half as much as I poured. Okay. So we're clearly already in the high eighties. It's going to descend pretty quickly here. So Let's just say I'm feeling fun. really warm right now. Well, I don't, I don't mind embracing the, the, you know, the guyness of shit. To be honest with you though, sports is not just for us. Becky is a, oh, Becky's a avid sports fanatic about sports, but all things sport. But we are going to kind of jump into it a little bit because I know Mike's got opinions about football teams, quarterbacks retiring. Why not just uh, embrace the reality that we're all sports fans? 
That's and I believe right here is where we should interject with a sorry, Mitch, because we know that Mitch, the uh, <laughs> hey, he might who does all the editing, himself. does not want to hear one more sports story. Well, yeah, that's probably true. I can't. I guess I'll apologize to Mitch, too. But look, Mike, we're recording this on the day that Tom Brady announces that he's retiring from football. Hey, I called that. You called it for today. You said not for January today. I, I said that he would be. I said that this would be his last year. Remember, you and I had a conversation just the other day. In fact, talking about Tom Brady. So wait, yeah, I, do, does this free Brady and Gronk to go do some reality TV? Because I'd watch that shit. I, I mm. dude, he can do whatever he wants. He is the goat. I don't. I look. I don't. I'm not a fan of the guy. I love that that his last season we shut him out. That was beautiful to me. I'm very, very pleased with that. I, I would have you honestly, would, I would have liked to have seen him go out on top, like win one more, or at least go to the Super Bowl. Yeah, that would have been and, good. And, and I'm not a fan of I'm not a fan of Tom Brady either. Like I really, like you know, I kind of hate the fact that he's the goat. But when I watch him play, I, I got to respect the man's game. It's so that, that's how it's, it's, changed, it's that right? hate respect. It, it is respect. a real hate respect. It is. It, it is. is a real hate respect because I don't want to like Tom Brady. Right. I want to fucking fume against him and not want him to win. But it was like one of those things where I didn't want him to win. I was so ready for him to lose. And then he lost. And I was like, oh, right. <laughs> Maybe I was wrong. You it couldn't help but just feel like a little bit. I mean, I mean, you know, but he did make me fucking appreciate him. You know, you can't deny the guy. I, I'm not. All right, now it's going in the wrong. So we're ta- we're talking too nicely about uh, Tim Brady. Yes, yeah. who pees? Tim. Who who sits down to pee? Yeah, I mean, look, <laughs> kind of an odd guy, but shit, man, he's hey. Considering the level of uh, play play that he was at for Amazing. his age, wow! Like seriously, he's doing something right. Like we should the all first, be so lucky. <laughs> the first thought that crossed my head when I saw that he had retired was that part from Waterboy. The Adam Sandler movie where he, the guy goes, "Oh no, we suck again." I was like, "That's Mike <laughs> Evans' inner monologue." <laughs> no, that's exactly that's exactly right. That's all the fans for Tampa Bay right there. They're like, "Oh no, we suck again." Think about yeah, it. Leonard Fournette's definitely sounding somewhere close to that. He's from Louisiana. Why don't you think about it this way? Your team re- basically retired Brett Favre and now Tom Brady. Yeah, flex. I'll uh, take that. I don't know. Two different things. I mean, they weren't right. headhunting Tom Brady. <laughs> that's actually a really good point. How do you know? How do oh, you that's know? A, that's a good point. How we do can't. You, we maybe can't they just head. learn from their mistakes. We can't ask the head coach of the Saints because he retired. Maybe they got a. Maybe they got a Goodell yeah. voodoo doll somewhere in the somewhere in the office. There you go. Yeah. You so go. for anybody who doesn't know anything about American football, whoever you are, if you happen to be listening, uh, this guy played for 22 seasons, which I think is the longest a football player has been a professional in God the tier seasons. That yeah. And I mean, the guy's won seven Super Bowls. Is yeah. that right? I think it's seven, and he's played in what nine or ten? Yeah, I mean, it's you know, unheard of. We're, unheard I don't of. think we'll see another Tom Brady. We'll get no. maybe. No. I mean, dude, the quarterbacks, well, the young guys, look you, good. I stand for Josh Allen. <laughs> <laughs> Bummer the, that he lost the way he did. The Bills deserve him. The Bills deserve him. Yeah, he's a. He's and for a those that don't know, that's a compliment. Yeah. No, he's, he's a good guy. We'll see. We'll see what happens, though. I, I think honestly, we'll start seeing that in the next few years. Like, it's going to be the new Manning versus Brady all over again. It's going to be Josh Allen versus uh, uh, Patrick Mahomes. You mean Kermit the quarterback? Yeah, Kermit the quarterback. <laughs> Bro, he if that's he can make he can make that cool though. You know what I mean? That's true. That's true. I mean, he can make that stuff work. So. I, I, Go ahead. So for Mitch's sake, I have something I want to tell Mike, because it's very fitting that, he, that he's here today. But it's yeah, okay, but you know, we're just talking some right. shit. Let's go. Let the, to- let the testosterone flow, bro. <laughs> Mike, Mike, I want you to listen. Listen. Let the man begin. Hey, shh. Ooh, oh, yeah. You got a new knife. It just came in the mail today, actually. Click. Nice. Oh, wait, is it left-handed? Ambidextrous. Ambidextrous? Oh, yeah, so is, is OTF or, a manu- or an uh, automatic? It's a flipper. Flipper? Okay. Yep, yep. Um, it's the Blade HQ exclusive CRKT CEO flipper in black D2. 
Okay, Ooh, so tell what nice. so now, this knife so, so now can I have a CRKT it, CEO for both for one for each hand. Stick nice. stick. Nice. Okay, Wolverine. Nice. No, so the uh, the CRKT flipper. Uh, for anybody who doesn't know, it's just a slim carry knife. It's got a very nice, long, slender blade, very elegant. And uh, Brando just got the new blacked out one that's uh, in D2 steel. That's tool yep. steel. Uh, so it's a little bit tougher than what it normally comes in, comes with, which I believe is 8CR. Uh, yeah, steel. I have the ones 8CR, MV, whatever mm-hmm. the fuck that is. Yeah, yeah. So that's nice. That's a nice upgrade right there. And Plus the it's a thing, flipper. And the other thing is the color scheme now matches my CRKT Provoke. Ooh, yes, that's right. I forgot you Which have typically provoke. goes in my other pocket. <laughs> yes, nice. And so yeah, the CRKT Provoke has to is, match, has to be the it, right color. Well, you know what? You, when, you, when, you're carrying some, when you're carrying some pocket jewelry like that, you want it to match. One does want a hint of color. It's true. I mean, yeah, to, to, to put it in perspective, it would be like matching uh, perhaps your handbag to your shoes for the ladies. If they ever, not really, <laughs> but if they ever, it's, I didn't have a choice with the color. It is what it is. But if they ever came out with, a different version with, I don't know, three CMV steel or one of those crazy super steels. I'd probably consider that depending on the price too. You want you want the new super steel for this year is Magna Cut. That sounds baller as fuck. Tell me. So Magna Cut is supposed to be uh, hold an edge longer and have more uh, stain stainless steel uh, properties. For all of us tactical operators. Larping yes. around and slicing <laughs> up our Amazon packages. Right. So, so when you when you draw when you draw the blood of your enemies, uh, you have ba- less. You know, larping around mom's basement. Right. You have less, less worry right. about the blade like corroding or anything <laughs> like that, and you know it'll continue to hold an edge no matter how many carotids you cut through. Exactly. Carotid Amazon boxes. Yes. Carotid yes. Amazon boxes. Mm-hmm. Yes. I think the word is corrugated cardboard, man. It's not corrugated. <laughs> you're missing you're messing it up. No, as, as much as I'd love a microtech, that I just that 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 price is insane. Mm. Yeah, they are they are expensive. I just recently sent my microtech off to be uh because they have that warranty. Uh mine stopped firing properly. It's no what it's no bueno. It's it's no bueno, especially considering how often I do not carry it because of the fact that it's the uh <clears throat> uh the Bounty Hunter uh, Boba Fett edition. Mm-hmm. <laughs> see, see, here's, my, here's my irrational. I, I can't help it. I got to nerd out a little bit, right? Like, I like Boba Fett. Sure. I like Star Wars. Yes. Do I like knives? Absolutely. Yeah, here's my, you, here's my you irrational, irrational fear out of the OT, for the OTF knife. What's that? I know this is not a, I know this is like a physical impossibility because the mechanism doesn't work that way. But I'm like somehow convinced that if I have that in my pocket and sit down, it's going to fire off and take one of my nuts. Well, considering how small your nuts are, you probably don't have to worry about that. It's a decent, I mean, it's decent a, size. This is how you yeah. know we've been longtime friends. It's it true. Get, I mean, you just didn't miss. It was just dangling there for a moment. You went Whoa, right I see what you did there, dangling. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, only 30, I'm only 38. I'm not a dangler yet. <laughs> Now, you guys both have that in common. You're both fans of knives, albeit Mike is a bigger knife collector. You have the katanas, which we've talked about before. Uh, you both have a a deep affection for I have for a practical, guns. useful set of Japanese swords, yes. Yes, <laughs> practically useful set <laughs> for the big boxes that come from For it. use in martial arts training with a real instructor at a real dojo. Yes, we've talked about the tatami mask. You know, in I his just need to make that defense. perfectly clear. I'm not anime larping, okay? In in his defense, he did <laughs> he take a martial arts class knife. once. No, he was committed for a while, man. <laughs> I, I know he. I know. I remember. I got to get my eye. One of my eyes fixed to start going back again. Yeah, <laughs> look at that perfect. way. Someone can just stab you in the other. Brando eye, will I guess. throw that out there just to make people feel shame. I have to it's work true. on my eye first. Yeah. No, no, I just I need to get to... Uh, it seems like every excuse has to do with his eye. I gotta put, shut I you up, right? up it works. It works. It shuts me up, too. Well, this That's is true. different. No, this I mean, is, this is different. Um, I had cataract surgery when I was like 22, and uh, I just need to get one of those implants replaced. That's like a, you know, get it done on a Friday, be back to work on Monday kind of things. Right. Well, don't you work from home now? I do. I'm just currently in a lapse of health insurance. Oh, gotcha. Gotcha. It, because you're in between. I actually should be kicking in here on February 3rd. Nice, nice. 
Congratulations, by the way, dude, so, on the new job. That's yeah, exactly awesome. over at uh, over, Callahan, over Auto at Callahan Auto Parts. Yes, yes, he's working exactly. for Callahan. He, he Callahan was working Auto for Spacely Sprockets. There was some, there was some dumb asshole that used to handle their filing. She had some bullshit system with crap strewn all over the place. Now they fired her ass and they brought me into modern night, bring it into the twenty first century. Nice with nice. all your Excel prowess. Yes, I am the Excel god. Mm-hmm. I believe it. Uh, he has all sent I me. Want, all I want is a pretty girl to talk pivot tables to me. <laughs> <laughs> is that what does it for you? Nice, mm, girl. Show me your power query. All right, so I'll take. A, let's take a. <laughs> let's take a turn into something I want to ask you guys. Both being uh, proud gun owners and enthusiasts, would you call yourselves enthusiasts? Um, probably proud Brando a little more. A little more enthusiastic. Define, define enthusiast. I mean, from just my perspective exclusively, someone who is a... Someone uh, who enjoys it as a hobby, but doesn't make it a personality trait, yes. Right. Yes. Yeah, yes. definitely. It doesn't, def- who, it doesn't define me. Yeah, like, for instance, I don't think everybody who has a gun safe full of guns is the same kind of guy. Right, right. Right? There are Correct. some people who have a gun safe full of guns where they want to, at every chance, uh, display that in some way, shape, or form, which... You know, the three of us are friends, but this is where we would sort of, there's certain, certain things where I'm sure we would disagree, but not ve- like vehemently well, argue I mean, with each other. About tactical, it. Taking tactical pictures of yourself, holding your guns, trying to look like an operator is some serious small dick energy. I'm just saying. Yeah, well, it doesn't seem right to me either. And really. I mean, like everybody's got a different opinion, right? Like where I grew up in the White Mountains mine is, in but, Arizona. But, but on this one, mine's the correct one. <laughs> yeah, possibly. I, I I think you and I share a lot in common in that respect, Brando. Oh, yeah. But one of the things that one of the things I don't do is I don't conceal carry. I don't don't even open carry. I don't see the point in carrying a gun because I'm not a police officer. It's not my job to play hero. And I, I think the best thing for people, if they were looking at a way to defend themselves, is take a martial arts class. Because what you should do when you defend yourself against an attacker is disable the attacker quick and then run away from the situation. You're not gonna pull out you're not gonna pull out some John Wick bullcrap and like, you know, take the person down and like you pull off some cool like moves and stuff. It's quick, yeah. it's simple, it's a strike to like hurt the person and just get away and protect yourself in that respect. Yeah. Or, yeah, see no, I, I carry for, for me. Right. Me. Right. I'm not a hero. Well, well, and I think I, love, I think too many people think that and it's my have, second, and it's my second option because you know the Chuck Taylors are my first option, right? <laughs> no, right? No, I would agree. I with may that. be fat, but I can move if I need to, right? And I I would agree with that. Like I think that too many people assume that they're going to pull a gun, bad guy's going to look at it and get scared, but that doesn't happen. What's happened is you're going to you're going to do if you do that, you're going to pull your gun. You're going to try to be the hero. The cops are going to see you first and put one in your fucking head. <laughs> well, it's not even the cops. Because right? that's, that's actually happened in real life. Well, no, no right? I totally I've seen it. No, I mean, I've re- read the stories, too. I just think in those scenarios, it doesn't seem like that the, all of the people who are open carry or concealed carry going to be on the same page as each open other. Carry, open no, carry no, is there's, also small dick energy. There's, there's a lot of people who go to the extreme, and that's like with anything. I mean, you could say the same thing about religion. You could say the same thing with like even the COVID stuff. Um, you know, there's there's people who go to extremes. And I'm I'm really kind of somewhere in the middle, which is where I think a lot of people are, but you hear more from the people who are extremists. Oh, yeah. They're the they're the uh, they're the outspoken minority. Well, the, so kind of to because that point, right? Like right. with you both being uh, what I would consider to be gun enthusiasts, and we know that there's people who Low go key. to extremes, gun right? Enthusiasts. I mean, look, I'm not talking about anything crazy promotional. The main thing that gets in my head is that, uh, like, I have a real middle ground feeling about guns. Like, I don't care if people own guns. I I don't personally think an individual needs to own a gun, but if the guy next to me does, I don't think anything about it. You know, it doesn't really calculate into me one way or the other. I think we have a right to it. Sure. Right. But the the thing I wanted to ask you both about is you, you sort of end up being painted with a broad brush when the ones who are most outspoken LARPing out in public with, you know, a big AR on their back and trying to get oh, that kind of weird, in my opinion, a weird flex on. I mean, that's that. Do you feel like that's 
a badge that you don't want that that you end up getting like when you go and buy a weapon do you feel like those guys are are on that far right side of it and you're just sort of painted in the same way in the same I I, th- I would say yes I'd say I'd say people who don't understand or use those type of things uh have a have a general tendency to see everybody paint everybody with the same brush see everybody in the same light yep. um yep. you know and you know, I am not the guy who's going to go out and play GI Joe on the weekend. Like my main purpose for owning weapons. Well, well is, we're, we're going to later this year when it warms up a little bit. Right, just right. That, that'll be a supervision of yeah. professional former Army Rangers that run a school. Well, and that's well, different. so that's, that's different though. That's right? learning. Like, that's learning yeah. the ins and the outs of my weapon. That's a different animal. I I'm just, think reinf- that I'm just reinforcing fun. the fact that we're we're, we're we're some of the sane ones. We, we are going to do that. What I'm, yes. what I'm trying to point out, right? Like, I'm not a gun enthusiast in any way, but that still sounds really fucking fun to me. Mm-hmm. Like, I would I would be interested in going out somewhere, getting trained, and having it look like those training videos where Keanu Reeves is getting ready for John Wick. And, well, you know, I not think, even that. Not even that. I think part of it is responsible gun ownership. For anybody who owns a gun, they should they should learn about the weapon they should learn so the I agree of it, yeah and they should learn what it does what it is and how to how to handle it properly now how the do you fuck you would have done that before youtube jesus christ well i'm, I'm just i'm sorry i'm just referring to like the tear down and, ma- and maintenance part oh no no that's specifically that's, i would say that's tribal knowledge that's that's the but way you, you learned guys, it in the past you guys are tribal both, knowledge to, so to me and with and i don't want to get into a big uh, topic about the per, per I won't even w- mention his name, but I'm just saying, like you guys are both proud. Gun owners. You'll go over, you'll go through the, the weekend and and go out to a place and shoot at some targets, or you know, talk about buying a gun at the gun show, which is kind of just fun to say. No, no, no mm-hmm. we're not stupid, but you wouldn't. Have, we don't. We don't. We don't get ripped off. But you're also not the kind of guys, even though you are gun enthusiasts, that are going to go out and protect a car dealership during a riot in a different state. No, that's you what know, insurance is for. That's that. Like I said, once again, you know, in my view, that's not my place. You know, they, there are police officers who are paid to do that type of thing. That's not my place. Um, you know, for other people, perhaps you know, they they see it as their duty. I guess. Um, I I was living in California when the Rodney King verdict came down, and I'm sure you Oof. both remember the riots that were going on down in LA at the time. I remember the epic pictures of the rooftop Koreans. Yeah, yeah. And I I lived in Bakersfield, California, which was which was about 150 miles north of LA, and yet there was some fear that something like that could happen in Bakersfield. So, you know, my father, being a proper redneck. Uh, because we, we had moved there from the White Mountains here in Arizona. As you do. Um, he pulled my brother and I aside, and he's like, "Look, he's like, we defend the home, we defend the family." He's like, "You know what's going on down there in L.A.?" He's like, "We take care of, we 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 defend what's ours, meaning like our our home and our our family, but we weren't going out and trying to like defend the neighborhood or anything like that, you know." Um, th- it's I think it's a matter of perspective, like. Some people see things differently, perhaps. I think, Charlie, you and I had a conversation years ago where you asked me, like, why do I need a gun that fires 100 rounds? And I told you I don't need a gun that fires 100 rounds. I just want a gun that fires 100 rounds for fun. What good even fires 100 rounds? Oh, you know the, the, the big magazines you get, or you could get back in the day, you can't get anymore? Really? Got a couple yeah. AR-15, 40 rounders. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, you, you know the drum, the drum magazines? Oh, uh, those unreliable pieces of shit. Yeah, yeah. There, there's some there that will fire quite a few rounds up close to 100. The, but the old, the old ones. I kind of want to. I kind of want to stick one of those Magpul D60s into my SBR. <laughs> nice, dude. Nice. Mm-hmm. But, but to, you know, back to what I was saying is like, you know, where I grew up, hunting was a way of life. So my views on gun ownership is more. Uh, I keep weapons that will aid me in providing food for my family should the need arise. Um, you know, I I like the more military style guns. Mm-hmm. I would never use one of those for hunting. Um, you could if you had to. I could if I needed to. Yes, I could if I needed to. But you know, in my way of thinking, a gun is a tool. Same thing with a knife. A knife is ding, a tool. Ding, ding, ding. 
Yeah. No, I, I, when I'm thinking about it that way, I mean, you and I agree on that, on that note. I, mm-hmm. my, my question was those kinds of questions to me, like, I feel the same way about, uh, asking someone why they want to have kids, for instance. I think the best answer in both Guns situations. Are so much more fun than kids. <laughs> well, I'm just saying. And less expensive. In both yeah, oh, yeah. I feel like the right answer is the same answer, which is I just, that's what I want to do. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't, that the, it's almost a trick question, maybe, to ask somebody uh, to, to tell you why, because there really doesn't need to be a reason. I think once people start filling in the blank, I mean, there's not really a lot you're going to say that's going to like, there's the point about the hundred rounds was really like, uh, you don't need to justify it by saying I'm going to go hunt deer with a hundred rounds in the same (laughs) magazine. You could just say, I like to fire it on the weekends. And I, I'm cool with that. I, I I hope I would hope, you know, for me, I would be happier as a individual if I thought training was mandatory after a certain level of weapon Mm -hmm. is attained you know like i i don't know what that way i don't have enough knowledge uh to to tell you what level or or even how or even how to track and enforce right well look i again i'm just talking an ideal perfect world i hope that the people who have those things take the time to know how to use them I know. Okay. I hate to disappoint you, but well, no, I know. I'm already. I already know. Right. The but, interesting but, thing to me, you know, if I can just interject for a second, the interesting oh, thing to me, and this is also, you know, I got some of this where I grew up. Granted, you know, rural redneck area, is there's a certain element of gun owners who believe that they own guns to protect them from the government taking over. And in my my personal opinion, I think that's kind of silly because if the government wants to take over, they're not coming at you, especially nowadays, with <laughs> a infantryman. They're coming at you with drones that fire missiles, and I don't know how you're going to defend yourself against that. They're going to find out why they call the pre- used to call the predator drones the beast of the Kandahar Valley. Right, right. And the, the the even funnier thing about that is that these people, the ones who are anti-government and pro-gun. Are also the same people who would back like the Republicans simply because the Republicans are the ones who are are pro gun. Now I won't lie. I don't think. Oh, I don't think that. I think it's an assumption. Uh, I'm not a Republican. And Some I'm, are, and the rest are sovereign that. citizens. I'm yeah, just saying, that's probably true. I, you know, there's a lot of Democrats that are gun owners. They just true. happen to be. They just shut the fuck up about it. Well, they're not. It's not like you said. It's just not as much of a front page thing. But I think. I don't think the NRA was entirely Republicans, you know? No. Well, and, and again, my, my, another one of my things that I hate is I hate making any decision based on fear. And I've, I've read too many of the NRA, like well, their, their right. newsletters and stuff where they're like, Oh, we need to do this before the gun grabbers get your gun. I'm guns. not repping the NRA. I'm oh, just, just no, no, no. It's, it's, that's yeah, just general, fear mongering. Yeah. I mean, fund, that, fund, fundraiser, fundraiser fear mongering. I can't talk. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Sorry, Mitch. How much Jesus alcohol have Christ. you had tonight? Tell you what. Let's a few puffs a, of alcohol. Let's okay, take a gotcha. moment and take a station identity break. We're going to hear from our sponsor, maybe a, a commercial about another podcast on the network. We'll be right back. You've been listening to another fine, fine podcast on the Rumination Radio Network. This is Game Agent E.T. from Oh God, It Hurts! And we hope you keep on listening to our fine, fine podcasts here on RuminationsRadioNetwork.com. Yeah, and I was saying, and because I think it's got a different pivot or bearing in it, it is definitely a slicker action than the standard CEO. Right. It's right. it's pretty it's pretty great. I got to find my micro screwdriver set to swap the handle around, but I am very pleased with this thing. I like you know what? the standard it, CEOs. It's been phrase. it's been a huge seller for CRKT all last year and everything. And I almost bought one, but again, back in the knives. Not my not my my preferred type of knife. Like I do I'm, need to I do need to get back on the hunt for a Spyderco paramilitary two left handed. Right, right. See, I've got two Spyderco paramilitary twos, um, which I absolutely love. And uh, one of my favorite knives is my uh, big old Cold Steel eighty ten. See, all I'm going to do is I, I'm going to get that that Spyderco paramilitary letters and numbers WD. I'm going to definitely grab a Bradford Guardian four incher, and mm-hmm. then and then I'll be good. Gotcha. See, the dandy is feeling a little left out. I think I was really tempted to buy one of those I'm United not. States 
I, I think I wanna, I'm looking, I'm K-bars? trying to listen as somebody mm-hmm. else would want to listen. And I think a lot of, I don't know what you're talking about. I want you to explain <laughs> it. Like, I want you to go into more detail about what these just go listen. Just go mean. listen to some, just go listen to some gold frap for a moment. Let the gentleman talk. There you I go. love gold frap. Well, we know you do. We know you do. Hey, Charlie, what was that story you told me about Spotify uh, making a, what was it, a radio station suggestion for you? Oh, this should be good. Well, I don't remember the conversation. What did it say? Something something about your listening preferences and how Spotify views you. No, I don't remember. It's not ringing a bell? No. No. I, I wish think, it was. Oh, really? We should ask Brooke. I'll bet Brooke would remember. Is it one of those things you can put in the chat but not say out loud? <laughs> No, no, I can I, say, I can totally say that. About. I honestly so don't remember. He was he was say, he was telling me that Spotify gave him a recommendation, uh, which apparently was an LGBTQ station or something due to his listing preferences. I can see that. That's, yeah, I don't know. Tracks, man. I have a I have a lot of well, considering life. considering he's a dandy, that totally tracks. Total dandy. Yeah, apparently I'm a modern dandy. Not that that's a bad thing. I'm just no, no, no. Bad. I'm not, not saying not a bad thing at all. That. It's not a bad thing at all. My very, my very, the inside joke in my family that I know you guys have heard is the first time I was getting to know my now brother-in-law, who is a, uh, you know, he's a Cajun through and through, born and raised, Baton Rouge, big LSU fan, the whole nine yards, right? And uh, we're walking in the French Quarter and (laughs) just kind of being myself, talking about whatever, talking about music, and he just randomly turns around looks at me and goes, man, you really missed your calling. You would have made a great homo. (laughs) Now, I don't think he meant anything by that. And I laugh about it because it doesn't really mean shit to me. But it kind of, you know, it gets repeated over and over because of my... uh, I could hear it in his voice in my head. But that deep accent? Yeah, Yeah. he hits it. He hits every, every single one of them. And look, he's... For him, that's a giving me the business right that's just fucking with me or trying to see how i react to shit and uh and i totally embrace it because i think it's hilarious it's also kind of accurate right i very mean, very much so just just in general like uh give you some good throwaway very true examples that these guys can back me up on are you gonna talk about uh, frosted tips uh, well, I definitely had frosted tips. Oh, I bet uh, you had frosted tips and a puka shell necklace. You motherfucker! <laughs> I you. never had a puka shell necklace, and never. But I would be lying if once I upon didn't. a time you totally dressed like you were in a ska band. Uh, I don't think I dressed like. Uh, well, maybe a little actually. Actually, I think once upon a time he looked more like a boy bander. Like three, oh, I definitely had boy band vibe going for a period. Have you ever of seen time. that picture of him and Brooke where he looks like a lesbian? <laughs> It's like half my pictures. <laughs> is that is that the one where he was wearing he was wearing that headband? That's no, like no, it's it's, it's a it's an old one from when they were first dating in so what this the early two thousands. Mm, this I goes through, and through right? I'm I'm baby it's, face. It's just, yeah, it's it's the baby face. It's the way yeah. the hair was done. It was it's the, the whole thing. It was and the it's body and shit that and I'm it's, doing uh, it, on the, the way it was framed and the flash it's, is kind it's of washing shit that I naturally like. It already like lends itself to this stuff. And so to give you some backstory here, when I was, uh, iron- as ironic as it might sound, I'm busy working on installing kitchen remodels and I'm busy doing a lot of construction installation, remodeling based installation. And if we had three or four people working on that site and you just were to go where everybody kept their drinks near where we had water and shit like that, there would be like, you know, a Coke, a monster energy, a Red Bull, and then there would be a pink grapefruit Perrier liter bottle. <laughs> and then another Red Bull mm-hmm. and maybe, you know, <laughs> some uh, Gatorade or something. And that was, it's all those little facts, right? Everybody knows who's drink the pink grapefruit. Well, and depending on whose Perrier. music is playing at the time, you know, who's working like, there. Yeah, I mean, you're going to hear some George Michael. You're going to hear some EDM that's going to uh, have samples from Mariah Carey. You're going to see, you're going to hear uh, RuPaul's greatest hits or Todrick. There's definitely some stuff there. And, um, you know, the common thread for me on a, on a real note is the sample. Uh, right. I think from, from being a DJ back a long time ago, but for a significant amount of time, that's what I get in my head. I hear a sample of the beat and the riff, especially bass line. 
Like I'm, I think Jamiroquai gets me sucked in because the baseline is I want that shit on vinyl mm-hmm. so bad. Always so just right in my blood. And uh, so it's always those little things that I, uh, I sort of dismiss if I don't like something it, I don't, I totally embrace it because I like the baseline or I like the sample. And then there's just stuff I I'm open to liking that, uh, is totally befuddling to Brando or to, to Brooke, to my wife, for sure. Like, I, I mean, she, she revealed You mean the, me, the French, the French techno music? Oh yeah. The French techno music is not my, uh, wife's thing. And then for a while, uh, Pomplemousse did a cover album of classic French songs in Who? French. Pomplemousse. <laughs> Say that one more time, a little slower. Pomplemousse. Well, when you consider Jesus. too, that Brooke, Brooke is like my wife and they both love like gangster rap. And then yeah, here comes Charlie. Yeah, because geez, they're, man. they're good people. <laughs> straight up g's no they are well and both well, ballers you know it's interesting right people's musical tastes like charlie and i work together a few times and on the website or on the wor- website on the work site we'd be listening to i don't know uh, uh some techno or something and we'd be jamming <laughs> man i loved it in fact i think charlie wasn't i the one that sent you that video from todrick hall uh, well, I had I had seen it already. You were oh, excuse me, yeah. you you got there first. Okay, no. <laughs> I, it wasn't a reveal, is all I was pointing out. You did send me that. I remember that text. But yeah, I I'm just I like you know whatever other people feel or have to say. They might think it. They might mean it one way or the other. But I always find a, a lot of joy. I'll, I'll embrace being a dandy. <laughs> <laughs> as long as you as long as you're willing to own it charlie that's all we ask yeah i'm willing to own it 100 percent. but no when you guys were talking about you know knives and guns and i know we we're kind of jumping all around about it right but um you know all those abbreviations and shit man i don't know what you're talking about i'm not a collector and see that's interesting because mike in the near future we might have to go to the indoor pistol range i've been thinking about picking up a cz p10c or or a Glock 19, and I want to get my hands on each one of them first and run a box through them. Should come with I them. think I think you should look at an FN 509. You know, I I think if, it's a little more than I'm willing to pay. Listener, if you don't at, know what uh, you're hearing, neither do I. You know, it's it's you know, FN is like heckler. Is, is FN's like HK. You know, mm-hmm. you're poor and they fucking hate you. That's true. It's true. Yeah. I think the, the if, if, the, if the expensive if the five seven ammo prices ever come down, I would have to consider a PS ninety. Mm, nice or an nice. fn57 as well gotcha i'm running out of acronyms <laughs> i want you to explain what they are well Which so basically basically we've been throwing around like different different gun companies that manufacture different pistols um kind of like cars make and model it's true make a model uh for instance like the fn fn is a brand 509 is one of the the nine millimeters that they make the and they have an fn 509 tactical which uh, has two different barrels with it. One of them, one of the barrels has like a threaded end, so you can put a can on the end. You know, I just realized it's kind of weird that Springfield Armory is now making a better high power than FN does. You see the the FN high power out of the shot show? Why is mm-hmm. that weird? Because it's the well, high FN... power was originally an FN gun, right? Right. Well, Springfield's been stepping up their game lately, and I really like Springfield. They've got some really nice stuff. The, if I was if I was in the market for a big ass metal single action nine millimeter, I'd consider it. I want to replace my Beretta ninety two FS with a ninety two G from Langdon Tactical. Wow, it's a little expensive, but it's pretty much the ultimate Beretta ninety two. I was going to say it sounds like somebody got a new job in a race. <laughs> oh yeah, and the, and the wonderful thing died. is, I have I have plotted this out because. Even with budgeting X amount for toys from now to year's end, mm-hmm. I'm still able to put a ridiculous amount of money in the bank and uh, definitely have that home down payment by you know, my birthday next year. That's I the way ref- you got to do I, it, I refer man. to this plan as the golden path. That's the way you got to do it. You got to make a plan and stick to your financial plan. Spreadsheets are a beautiful thing. Oh my God. Here we go with the Excel again. I'm so fucking good. <laughs> <laughs> when was your first gun? When? How old were you? When I shot yeah. one? Yeah, the whole, the, like, what sold you on it? The first time you, sh- the first time I shot a gun scared the shit out of me. Scared the I shit was... out of me too, but I did it a few more times and it was a, oddly enough, an Argentinian made high power. I think I was like five. 
We had just gone out like uh, like like target shooting, and I loved it. What was I the first it. gun you fired? The first one I fired was a a Ruger twenty two. So it was, it was a small caliber, and I would recommend. Well, see, that's the other thing too, right? Like responsible gun ownership, you start anybody who's inexperienced off with a small caliber. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then uh, I think beyond that was a uh, twenty two rifle that I fired. It was a single well, probably, single shot, well, single shot oh, bolt action. Nice, nice. Mm-hmm. I figured a Ruger ten twenty two because everybody should own a Ruger ten twenty two. Mm, Ruger's nice, man. They make some good guns. Mm-hmm. But yeah, and I your think, dads are both gun owners, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. My dad, my dad hunted. Like it's weird because my father was born in California, and then somewhere along the line, probably after he got out of the Marine Corps, uh, kind of became a gun owner and embraced the redneck way of life, and has never really looked back. Like he's he's full on redneck nowadays. I mean, I can't, I, I, I couldn't live the redneck lifestyle, but some redneck shit is fun. I'm not gonna, lie. I'm, I'm not even gonna front. Well, you well, can't. It is fun. And I if mean, you yeah. if you see my father, you we'll know, know until live. recently, like he had like the full on bushy beard and everything. Um, you know, he had like uh, was diagnosed with some cancer like a year and a half ago, and went through some treatment, and since then hasn't been able to grow his beard as as much. So, but yeah, up until that point, like he looked like he belonged to like Duck Dynasty or something like that. Jesus, it's pretty funny you guys use the John Wick reference. Uh, you know that people sometimes really think want, they're going to be I, I really want. some John Wick thing. It's it's a totally impractical thing. I I'd never really buy it, but part of me honestly wants an HKP thirty L with a cop on it because yes. it's, it's the it's the Wick stick. It's cool. The Wick stick, <laughs> the wand, the magic Wick wand. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, the, it's funny because I had a I had a every now and then I'll be at a store or something and I see how many people are. Um, you know, and look, I'm having fun with this, but if I fucking wear a mask, I wear it the right way. Right. right? And I see right. a lot of people who just clearly aren't and whatever they, I'm, you know, I disagree. I'm not trying to be violent or angry at people, but I had this momentary daydream of a John Wick style character, but like wearing just a mask. John Wick, but yeah, like he's really religious about wearing his mask and like people that are in the middle of the gunfight, like, but he's not shooting at them. He'll stop and pull their mask over their nose really slowly. You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> That's th- a weird one. I think we talked about this, but something, something on my list for some time in the next six months. Springfield 1911 Garrison. You seen that? Mm. Thing? Yes, yes. The stainless steel one. Uh huh. Looks like looks like a World War II era pistol, but with proper yeah. sights on it. How um, many weapons do you own, Brando? Don't worry about it. You have a. Lo- I know you have a spreadsheet with the correct number. I have an encrypted, numbers. password protected spreadsheet for insurance purposes. Yes. <laughs> See, that's that's a smart thing too, right? Yeah, like you make ballpark, sure you write man. that stuff down. If I yeah. get close, can you? If I get three guesses and I get close, will you give me a, a, a affirmative? No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't go there because that's the other thing too, right? Like with gun ownership, like a lot of people are protective about what they own. They don't really want to share. Hey, Charlie, what's rule one of Fight Club? Uh, true. The Chinese change the ending of the movies so that the state saves the day. <gasps> that's probably true. Are you? No, that is serious? true. That is true. That is just recent bit of news. Really? That is true. Where yeah. did you, where did you read that at? Go on. Go on. I'm, I'm going to tell you right now. <laughs> yeah, where did I you I want to know. I'm the one who is uh, letting you know this. Yeah, that does sound kind of like a Brando type of thing to know. Let's see. Yeah, it's, it's, this was two days ago in the New York Times. The end of Fight Club was cut in China. The pattern goes back decades. Of course, instead of a successful plot to destroy a series of buildings, the Chinese version of the cult classic starring Brad Pitt and Edward Norton ends with a note to viewers saying that the police, quote, rapidly figured out the whole plan and arrested all criminals, successfully preventing the bomb from exploding, end quote. Oh, I, hope <laughs> oh that's on, I hope that's on YouTube. <laughs> oh, my God, that's so awesome. as for pitt's character the note says he was sent to an asylum and later discharged 
Never mind oh that gosh. the character is actually a figment of Norton's character's imagination. Oh my gosh, that's crazy. That is so good. Oh, wow. Man. You know, I know. I, I recently ahead, read I recently read too that like in China, like I, I guess Hollywood has been kind of pandering to China so that they can, yeah, big time. can, oh, for can have their time, have their movies I, over there. Yeah. But apparently Damon made it the Great Wall. Well, so apparently <laughs> Spider Man uh, yeah, sure, like white guy made the white Great Wall, whatever. Yeah, but uh, it's, it's, um, it's a perfect Chinese white savior movie. Well, yeah, exactly right. But uh, I haven't seen. I read it. that I like know. Spider-Man, the new one, No Way Home, did not air in China, not because the, the state found anything offensive, but because they just didn't give it a release date, and it may, it broke a billion dollars worldwide, which no other movie has done without China. I still haven't seen it. Oh, dude, you're missing out. It's so I still, good. I still haven't seen the one before it too. I, I'd have to watch that first. I have Disney Plus now. I can slowly get up to date. Dude, you definitely got to watch some stuff on Disney that Plus. You're talking about Spider Man, uh, MCU Spider Man Two. Mm-hmm. I forget. Oh, what it was oh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you know uh, what? Far from home. Yeah. yeah, far from home. But even so, you should go, you should honestly go back and rewatch like the McGuire and the Garfield ones. No, I know they all. I know they all come together. I. Dude, it's so freaking awesome. I love it. Love I it. I know it's the same villain, same Spider-Man. I'll, I'll probably do that. We'll see. I, I look, I'm, I'm interested. I'm going to watch it. I know it's going to be You still haven't seen it either? I haven't. Oh, my gosh. It's so good. I've seen it three times. It seems like it is good, and I want to watch it, but I haven't it, seen it yet. You know, you okay, so can I just say this? One of the things that impresses me most about this movie, honestly, is Willem Dafoe. That guy is amazing. Like, Well, let's. His character goes from zero to fucking crazy in like 3.6 seconds. He's it's just insane. an amazing actor, man. Oh, he's so good in this. So he's good. the best. Like, he's honestly, incredible actor. I know the Critical. Academy Awards does not want to hand out like academies to people acting in these type of movies, but they should really consider Willem Dafoe. Hey, just give it its own category already. Oh, they should. I, yeah. I, I, like I comedy. Think. Let's do comedy first. Comedy doesn't have uh, the, uh, the Oscar acting recognition. Right, like best actor in a comedy. That's tough be, to do for some people. That's a fuck. I think comedy's harder than drama from the way that it. I mean, look, I may be wrong. I'm not a fucking actor, but certainly seems like it is. Like well, I think it's. I think it's difficult in it in it in its own sense in its own right. You know, it's it. You got to get the timing guess, down. You got to get the like Mick Weldon sport. versus Tig Weldon. Mm, kind of true. I guess I don't fucking know what I'm talking about right now. <laughs> <laughs> man the fight club thing uh kind of makes me laugh because that's like, crazy i dude. mean just the, sh- the fact that it was that week right that they put a fucking note at the end of the movie mm-hmm. the state department figured everything out they went to jail you know what good hey, for them china for don't them. play china don't play what other movies do you think they're gonna censor well they i haven't they- seen enough recent movies to even answer that question I want to see, like, do they have Disney Plus over there? And if so, are they censoring things on Disney Plus? I'm sure that special versions are just being made for them. Probably. I wonder what what Falcon Winter Soldier would look like in uh, China. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Didn't I don't know. But it would it would be funny because they'll probably make a almost exact replica show and then change the writing of it. Like, what other... I think I saw a Colombian or Brazilian version of Breaking Bad. Really? And it's a mm-hmm. shot by shot. I mean, different actors. Different. Yeah, totally different actors, but a shot by shot remake. Wow. And it it's crazy because you get you don't realize or at least in the moment you don't realize the uh the quality of acting that was in the one that we w- watched. You right know, here and then you see other people even just trying to recreate the scene and it's nowhere near as good you know what would would that be a quality of acting or is it a cultural thing nah acting dude it's you just think? A, yeah i, I don't I know think. man i watched could, i watched it could uh, be either one man i, I watched squid games and it's Gosh, it it's campy but it's good <laughs> but it's definitely not like american tv oh my god you guys haven't heard my voicemail greeting oh no what is it? Uh, can you play it for us? Here. Yeah, I can play it. I can play it. Okay. Is it is it Squid Games related? Is that why? Yeah, I think it's a good. Yeah. It's a good really? place to. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. That's a good place to wrap up. Yeah, definitely. Let's see here. Uh, greeting. It's loading. 
Still loading. Still loading. That's what you get with those iPhones. Loading. And play. That was a little loud, but I got it. That's pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, I realized I was holding it behind the microphone might not work too well, so I swung it around at the last second. Holy shit, I'm sorry, Mitch. This is a good time to rap because I'm a fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what? It was a good episode. I didn't want to go too deep on the gun ownership thing, uh, like in the wrong direction politically or something. I was just trying right. to point out that, you know, there's a lot of different There's a lot of differences out there. Perspectives. I, I kind of want to build a blog. Build one, yeah, dude. You get you clearly have a very a problem, yes, affection for weapons, yeah. I, I, <laughs> I, I, I like I like the fact that building them is kind of, I like the fact I, I enjoy the fact that building them is kind of concerningly easy. Listen, you, I'm you like, I'm the, be you very like the fact too, that, do you like the fact too that Brando missed that I just quietly agreed with you, Charlie? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But, you know, here's the other thing, Mike. You know that when this guy does put a down payment on a house, it's 100% going to have one of those bookcases where you have to pull a book. Bookcase, nothing, man. He's going to have a whole separate room. That's and I'm, I'm going to hide a whole separate room. That's yes, gonna be I'm going to be jealous. No, it's going to be a Liberty brand safe. It's going to be a Liberty brand safe bolted to the floor in the garage. Nice. And I'm going to pull it out with, like, a couple of Dodge Chargers. You... Hey, hey, Toretto, if you can pull that off, be my guest. <laughs> Perfect, dude. Mike's a good Toretto for family. That's right, for family. Mike, thanks for joining us on the episode, man. That was fun. Easy. I have dude, to start I- studying up on my uh, weapon acronyms. <laughs> yeah, sorry, Charlie. We gun knowledge shape. We kind of overwhelmed you there a little bit. I'm sure. I just wanted you to talk about what they were. I didn't want anybody Tools. else to get listen, you know, get lost listening to what it is and trying to figure it out. Right. And we were right. intentionally trying to, you know, we were messing with you a little you bit. Out of the conversation. Yeah. No, you should have. Yeah. I just wanted you to explain what you were talking about. I enjoy it. The rare times you shut the fuck up. <laughs> Thanks for listening to another episode, guys. We appreciate you. Uh, if you want to check us out or support us even better, go to www.ruminationsradionetwork.com. Brevity Box is a production of Area 42 Studios and Sound. If you are enjoying the show, like and subscribe and rate us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, we will see you next time. Thanks. Bye, guys. Bye. Later.